My name's Daniel. My name's Kang. My name's Kevin. And this is Group Soup. And this is going to be our final podcast. So today we're going to be talking about what happened at the end of the book, the theme, the characteristics of the characters, the structure of the book, and uh, what, we, what we liked about it. So we're gonna be so first we're gonna be talking about what happened at the at the end of the book. Okay, so at the end of the book, everything goes terribly for Marina, uh, for M, and uh, Finn. It goes terrible goes for everybody. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the doctor goes back in time earlier than they expected, and so a fight breaks out. Younger Finn gets shot in the chest. Uh, James shoots himself in the mouth to try to save everyone, but he barely misses, and he's like barely alive. He's dying really slowly. He still ends up dying by what bleeding yeah. out or something. He just he made it. He just made it worse. <laughs> and Stop. we we also found out that future James is the reason why his brother died because he sent somebody in the future to go to the past and kill his brother Nate. Because if he didn't, he would have uh, tried to get rid of the time machine. Which was kind of yikes. So his brother was essential for the machine to be built, essentially. Well, and it all was the other a, timelines where he didn't kill him. It was. It was kind of. He was essential to like stopping James, so that's why he killed his brother. In the in the alternate timeline, because um, it made like a new timeline, right? We're gonna well, use it. He, he, a, new, he... a new timeline separate <laughs> from uh the one where they killed e- each other, essentially, right? Well, since he killed himself in the timeline, the timeline restarted, so so uh, so as to where like it seemed that he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And, then... and then, like mm. after that, they show like a, a kind of like an epilogue to what what like the unknown future would be with um James. Yeah, like, and, and what it'd be like uh, without without the machine and all the bombings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, secondly, we're going to be talking about theme. Oh, well, one of the themes I found was that righteousness is in the eye of the beholder, and it's seen through uh, many internal conflicts that each character faces, like, uh, like and- how James yeah. thinks he's he's like he's doing like what's right, and and M and Finn don't and. It's it's so drastic that they they eventually want to kill each other over over like who's right and who's actually righteous. I mean, I think James only think he's he's doing right because he doesn't know what he's going to be doing uh in the future with all the bombings and killing people. Yeah, and also he's getting manipulated by Chris Richter, which you see in the last scene. He's saying like he doesn't want to accept that he's doing bad. Yeah. So he dug himself a hole. Yeah. So M, M and uh, Finn already know that he's not doing good in the future. That's why they go back and stop him without trying to kill him first. I think like another thing could be like how destiny is in a person's hands where they could just they, where they can actually change. Because you know how, you know how M was talking to James about how 
you can't change it. We've done this before. We try to convince you. But then at the end of the book, he actually changes fate by, by shooting himself and killing him himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it could also be it's really hard to change destiny because you know how many times they've tried and they just freaking failed. How many times was right. it like eight, eight, nine times? But that and was all without like every time. That was all without killing James, right? Yeah. So, you, so you're saying you think that like destiny is in like a fixed time? I yeah. think destiny is a hard thing to change. Okay, actually. I think Destiny is something that's very hard to change because in the book, they had to go through drastic measures that conflicted with their beliefs to change the future for the better. In this case, it was uh, M having to kill her ex and Finn having to kill his best friend, even though he's innocent. But in the future, he's going to do some very bad stuff. So and these it's a two, moral dilemma. These two were like their last resort, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. None of the other solutions worked. Alright, so next we're going to be talking about how the characterization is shown through the characters and like how they, how they grew, how they changed, and how like maybe some of them stayed the same. I honestly think that James didn't really change. I think that like his personality and his emotions just basically got amplified and to the extreme. Yeah, like even in the future, he still kept thinking he was doing the right thing, even though everyone else around him knew he wasn't. Except yeah. the people in the program he was working with. Yeah, I think that's a good point because, well, he, I don't he think was they. Like, he was still like quiet. He he was still smart, and he would still have his outbursts, but it was just like more intense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of the trauma he faced, mm-hmm. and also uh, M and Finn. They actually didn't change that much because Finn even says that Emma's still the little girl she used to be. She just puts on that tough demeanor. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Finn changed that much either. I think the person that, like, I would say, like, would change the most was be, But it was more, like, of her accepting that she was still the person, still Marina, even though she was she had, like, a dark demeanor, like you said, and was tough. But she just had to accept that she was still the two people instead of they they'd split. Yeah. And also it's seen in the way she refuses to shoot James, even though it's going to save the future. Mm-hmm. Mm. How did Marina change M? She had to like, um, M had to like accept her feelings and go against them, right? To To eventually be able to like try and shoot James, but she couldn't. That's 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 stayed the same, right? Yeah, she's uh mm-hmm. she still has good morals. So like at the beginning, M was like more of a teenage normal high school girl, right? Marina. Marina. <laughs> Marina was Bruh. more of a teenage <laughs> high school girl. Right? Okay, so at the beginning, Marina was a uh, like normal high school girl, right? Think about mm-hmm. James and how much she liked him, but then once. Nate got like shot at and then eventually died. She started to realize what was happening around her and started to be more cautious. She started to think about her actions and, and about how she couldn't be thinking about James anymore and she had to like grow up. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so our third topic is going to be about how the structure of the story is made, the dilemma, like how like characters were introduced and how conflict was presented. I think like the dilemma was, was actually pretty smart. It, it kind of made like a time, like a limited time, like a ticking to- time bomb happen around in the story because when... Uh, as long as M and Finn were in the past, they they would they would keep on getting flashbacks and keep on fading because time was like a sentient being, being you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like they started introducing the characters slowly, right? Starting off with M and just be, I, I, it was I like would M say and the like, Doctor, right? Because yeah, M was explaining what, what was going on in the beginning, and then eventually mm-hmm. Finn came into it as uh, the person next door, the like, next door cell. They they like introduce characters through like um, M's and Marina's perspective, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like how Connor came out of nowhere and saved uh, M, it was shown through her perspective, and he, it was reflected onto you. Like, well, who who's this character? How where, where did he come from? You know? What I mean? Oh yeah, you know that was saying? really cool. I think it was actually introduced like later on, you know, because like, like it shows how she went back time. Yeah. Convinced him to save her future self. Yeah. But also, but also, like, through Marina. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know about Marina. It's just like, that's kind of yikes. <laughs> uh, I think it introduces Marina in, like, a very abrupt flashback where she's, like, where life is actually good for once in her life. And she's hanging out with her friends and James and stuff. So, like, the way they rep- they presented the conflict was starting off in the in the jail cell, ask, and then having the the guard beating up both like Finn and M, asking where these documents were, and then eventually, yeah, I think, she... yeah, I think like the conflict was resolved around the documents too, and then it eventually like got to the point where she was picking at the drain. Or and actually got it open with the spoon, and then she read the the note that her, one of her other s- scenarios put in into the drain, showing like what happened and why she needs to go back in time to fix fix everything. So you think the conflict is how M ha- M has to kill James and it, and it looms in the background and it eventually has to happen. Yeah, and also um, by showing the past. And then the future, it shows like how dire the situation actually is and what they, they're actually fighting for. Peace and prosperity. So what did you find was like entertaining about the book? I, I like uh, the overall story, in my opinion. Like how they presented everything in order. And then at the end, they showed like a happy ending in, in a way. I liked how... It was it was always like a rush, like there there was like a ticking time, like how there was literally no do- downtime, and so it, it will like captivate you into the book and keep on wanting, to, wanting you to read. Yeah, by um having an exact date of when the doctor's coming, like creates a sense of suspension because they have to do it within a certain time frame, and that creates a lot of tension for them. Yeah, but then like he comes like a day or two earlier, which speeds and it up. And then you're like. And then you're like, dude, what the? <laughs> also, uh... but what I wish was done differently was like, instead of those 
past where you, where they're like talking to their other friends, it just shows like mm-hmm. more action and what's like going on with the past instead of talking to the friends. Yeah, I was kind of annoyed at first when I saw that. I was like, when is this yeah. going to stop? When when they first introduced Marina, I was like, yo, what what just happened? You didn't see this lost all the suspense and stuff, you know? Yo, I mean? like, why is it yeah. so boring all of a sudden? Thriller episode, actually. <laughs> <laughs> also, the um the way the story's presented allows for you to make inferences about what's gonna happen later on and who does what. Mm. And it's really fun. Like reading through the book and guessing what's gonna happen. And when you do guess it right, it feels very good. Okay, That's why I up. like the book. So that's going to be the end of our podcast. The last episode. Episode three. <laughs> <laughs> the finale. Season the, finale. The season finale. You know, it's over. You know, it's too late. It's over. So this has been Group Soup. And thanks for listening. And...